everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no. I love it. That should be our real song. Like that's our real theme song. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Fear it. Street. Clink, clink, clink. Clink. Uh, All right. Yeah. And, and we're live. <laughs> Uh, welcome everyone. Today we're back with Chucky the series. Yay! <laughs> we are coming at you live every Wednesday to see what little Charles Lee Ray has gotten up to. Um, <laughs> these mini cells will drop on our podcast feed the next morning, so you know we're going to be drunk and they will not be edited. Uh, so don't even don't even write us. Don't even call us. We know. <laughs> don't be just, don't do none of that. Um, <laughs> Yes, and today we're so excited to be joined by Ryan from Brother Ghoulish and Alma from Nightmare on Fifth Street. Hi! Make sure you all go follow all their stuff. We don't have time to get into it because we have so much stuff to get through because this episode was wild. Um, They will be tagged on the post, though, and there will be a pop quiz. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's get into this fourth episode of Chucky. Um, okay, we always start with kind of a, a discussion topic that Sheree and I feel like needs to be talked about. Oh, oh wait. I always forget the poll. I always forget the polls. I'm yeah, no, that's why I was two weeks behind. Oh. <laughs> uh, so if you're listening to this on Spotify, or not listening to this on Spotify, but would like to vote in the poll, you can find it on Spotify when we drop this up there um, at midnight-ish. Um, we asked a question about the favorite moment of the week every week, and this week, what won was Chucky and Lexi's fight. <laughs> um, 100%. We all voted for we're that. Always, we're always 100%. Always. It's when his little legs start going, we all knew what was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else mattered. <laughs> all right. So our discussion topic for episode four, um, do we think Lexi is redeemable, and how do we feel about her and Jake having to team up after everything that has happened in the last three episodes. I'll let y'all go, because I'm a Gemini. All right. <laughs> I, 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 I can start. Um, you know my answer, because I'm Pisces. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like she's redeemable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is how I feel. Like I, feel I love like, a redemption arc. <laughs> I feel like she's very trash, like for sure. <laughs> um. But there was, like, that really cool cogent point that was made somewhere in the middle there. Like, it doesn't mean that she deserves to die, you know, or be murdered or anything. So, did I want to see her get killed? Maybe. But, yeah, I, th- I think she's redeemable. I, I think, think she it's is. still going to happen. But, yeah. But, like, I'm yeah. good with that. <laughs> <laughs> she's redeemable. That's my t-shirt, I should say. I, I, I'm, all, I'm always team redemption arc. I, and I will say that, like, I, granted, she is has done some atrocious, atrocious things, and but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I this gets kind of into my top and bottom for later on. But like, I'm really glad mm-hmm. that Jake ended up saving her because I just I don't I don't want to feel super complicated about one of the few queer protagonists in horror. To be like, oh, he's now killing people with Chucky. I, you know, but yeah, them having to work together, they didn't have a choice. There was no one else. 
That's you true. Go ahead and go, Alma, because I got. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think she is totally redeemable, but I don't like it. Like it's it's cool that she is, but I don't want it to happen. <laughs> but I know it's gonna happen, and as it's happening, I'm just kind of like voting for like bad stuff to happen to her along the way. And <laughs> so, like you know, her getting saved, I wanted him to save her at that point because I think he's like I want him to do like the awesomest thing at every chance he gets because he's like young. Um, he's like spontaneous. I don't want him to make a bad decision like on that path. And I think if she's going to get it, it's going to be because of something she does on her own. Like, that's what I want. I want her to, if she's going to die, yay. (laughs) If she does, it's going to be like her own consequences of whatever action. And I don't want her to do it heroically either because that's just not. (laughs) I love a good villain, but like, I also love to see a good villain catch some hands. And so I I don't think she's redeemable because I mean again she's a little sociopath she's not even doing typical bullying shit she's like I'm just about your dead dad and dance a party <laughs> and then when you try to send your little killer doll after me I'm gonna tell you you overreacting <laughs> and so I'm just like I don't need her following him around gaslighting him I don't need her following him around <laughs> downplaying what she's been doing to him she got it coming um, <laughs> like full stuff like tango. Lights, camera, sass. <laughs> she got it coming, and I want I want Chucky to give it to her every episode. One, I just have one really quick thing to add to this because I, I do think it's kind of uh, appropriate. But like, again, I agree, Alma. I want I do want her to die eventually, but I think her character is too fun to be dead in the fourth episode. Number one, and number two, um. I want I I agree with you again, Alma. I want it to be through Chucky and her. I don't want Jake to have a, a role in how she dies. And then also, I think she is some. It helps me believe in her redeemability because her parents are absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Like her parents do not take a responsibility for anything either. And I go back to that second episode when they literally tell her she can't do anything. Her sister, who we'll get to later, because I love her. They praise her sister for everything that she does because she's on the spectrum and that gives them political points and so social ladder points, but they don't help her at all. They tell, they literally tell her she can't do anything and that's trash. I'm not saying her parents aren't trash because I agree they're trash, but also the girl's a sociopath and I get that like she might feel a certain way because her sister does demand more attention and time of them, but that's like any kid on the spectrum. And that doesn't give you a reason to go out and be an asshole in the world because your sister needed more attention. And so, oh like, God. I'm Camp Killahoe. Um, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, my I God. I want to just uh, clarify something. I don't mean that her sister needed more attention. I just mean that the parents were literally crazy. Like, they literally told her how amazing her sister is and how much shit she is. And this is before they find out about the dancing as the dead dad. I'm going to have to go back so, and roll that bean footage because I did not. Because yeah. <laughs> it happened. They literally tell her she's trash it, to her face. I mean, the truth hurts <laughs> as Lizzo sung, but also <laughs> I will go back and look at the footage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get, I think we've, we've <laughs> does anyone else have any points about Jake and Lexi? <laughs> I'm just asking, Sheree, when you release your t-shirt line, <laughs> <laughs> please do Camp Kelahoe. Like, Please, and then put the Gemini symbol. Like, <laughs> I'll buy it. Like, please, 
But I want to. I like I said, I want her to die. I'm Tam, yeah. I'm, I'm Camp Team mm-hmm. Gillaho as well. But yeah. like, like I, I hope this actor understands that like what her and Mancini have done is give us our new favorite character we want to see dead every week. Which is why, mm-hmm. like, she can't die, and she comes from a soap opera world, so I'm sure she's like, <laughs> she's used to people being like, "I want her to die every Monday through Friday." Um, <laughs> I didn't know that her mother, the actress, is her mother. Like, their oh, mother. Oh yeah, we talked about that yeah. two episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was cool, by the way. Yeah. But yeah. it's funny because, like, despite the fact I feel that she's redeemable, I'm not going to shed one tear if she gets cut up. And like, no. like we're kind of talking about, I kind of feel like the death will be like. It'd be kind of funny if that's how the season ends. Like, you know, she hits a corner and then Chucky's waiting there. It's like, I've been waiting for you. And, you know, that's where we have the season ends. That'd be really funny. I want Tiffany to show up and be like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh, Tiffany. All right. Well, let's get into our specific points uh, about this episode. Alma or Ryan, you want to go first with one of your thoughts? Oh, oh Alma, you're muted. muted. I did that on purpose so you wouldn't hear the oh. of my <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, I want to get to why didn't Jake think more about the consequences in regards to hit to Alexi's little sister? I understand the whole like they're representing really well, like the teenage mentality and everything, and you know they're they're not really fully understanding the consequences of their actions and whatnot. But he gave the serial killer doll to the little girl. Why didn't he think that that would end up bad for her? She's in the hospital. And I just think if anything he's going to do, I think I'm glad he learned from that because right away he's like, oh man, I messed up. Like he right away realizes it. But I always, I bet I felt like, oh, why did I have to have him do that? Because I'd rather it had been like excluded from her. I understand that the the relationship was between Chucky and the little sister, but that really like just was like, oh man, like he could turn. He's turning, you know, this is like, you know, he could do something really bad to this little girl. Yeah. He believed in Chucky a little bit too much. I thought Chucky would be more exact with that knife. And he does not know who Charles Leroy is. (laughs) <laughs> he did not do his research. That's true. Yeah. If anything, he underestimated that um, Chucky is not his best pal friend or whatever, because he just accepts that right from the beginning that he's willing to help him kill Lexi, but doesn't even think about the fact if he's willing to just do that, and he's already killed my dad and he knows he killed his dad, then um, he can do it to anybody. Like anybody yeah. can piss him off. Yeah. I- I think it's just about how far Chucky has manipulated Jake. I think at that point, because he's just kind of going on instinct and pure, and like he's a he's a raw nerve. Because this is the morning after um, Lexi is dressed up as his father, and so he's just a raw nerve, and he sees this as an opportunity. And Chucky's told him essentially that he's going after Lexi. He doesn't mm-hmm. really say anything about the sister, um, mm-hmm. and so I, I think a. He's like what you said earlier, Alma. He's not thinking about the repercussions, which as teenagers happens a whole lot. But also, he's been, his brain is so manipulated by Chucky that he doesn't know what's right and wrong. I keep he keeps reminding me of Eve from Eve's Bayou, where she like goes to the person to be like, I'ma fix my dad. And she comes back, she's like, What do you mean you fixed him? I was gonna do it. I thought I had a moment to think about it. That's what Jake reminds me of, and I live for that. But like also, I I think that. <laughs> Because Chucky is playing that manipulative game and he is killing the people who are hurting Jake, Jake doesn't understand that 
he might slip up and kill people who are not hurting me because he's a sadistic little toy doll. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I I kind of feel like as he's grooming him, it's definitely showing. And then I like also how the flashbacks show that, oh, this isn't his first time at the rodeo. He's been grooming children for a long time. And I think that the way he leans into Jake and plays on certain things is very effective. Like, it's very, it's creepy. But um, I think that Jake definitely, like y'all are talking about, though, you had to kind of (laughs) know how this is going to go. So um, I remember being 14 and if a doll was trying to convince me to drop him off at someone's house so he can kill them, um, that's no, no. <laughs> I I would have gotten into a Uber. I'd have been like, here's a doll for you. Because again, I am a Gemini. I'm not to be crossed. Oh, well, he's, also, he's also preying on him at a vulnerable time. He's that's completely true. vulnerable. He I don't even, did he say it out loud before he did in this episode that Chucky killed his dad? Did he say it out loud? Like, yeah. until he said, uh, until he told Lexi when she asked, did he say it? So I think it was just like a really vulnerable time, too. And Chucky's like, slides right in there to manipulate. I love that you used the word groom because that's exactly what he was doing. Just like in the flashbacks, yeah. it was exactly that word. That's what he's doing. Yeah. It's the perfect word for it. Um, I want to talk for a minute about Devin's mom because she. <laughs> is so fun like most cops in these films it's so frustrating to me because a she's there are moments when i'm like oh she's gonna get it oh she's oh she's asking about the doll why well, was the doll there mom but but jake wasn't there your son's telling you jake was not there but the doll was let's think about this um but she seems so stuck on it jake having having to do these things and i'm also like i yeah Oh, it's so frustrating to me. <laughs> In her defense, I wouldn't expect the doll either because what is that? But also, what pissed me <laughs> off about her in this episode, because she does something every episode, what pissed me off this time is her like interrogating Jake with no adult present. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that is like so like true though. In like I think of it being that's a very realistic. Um, this cop i think she's too cop and that's why i don't like it like she's too realistic a cop that's done that i've been um like a teenager being talked to by a police officer and i'm like oh you're not supposed to talk to me without my parents present Mm -hmm. she knows he's vulnerable he doesn't have any parents and she's taking advantage of that and it's it's so infuriating because i'm like why is she such a good cop but also she's like one step away from putting the pieces together. Jake wasn't there. Come on. He wasn't there. Leave him. Try to do, try a different route instead of preying on him like at Talk that moment your in son. the hospital. Your son figured it out before you did. That's one of the like um, <laughs> things about horror that's always like um, so fun to watch when they're faced with that supernatural like quandary. You know, the doll did it. Like th- that's a dive that can cost them their career if they, you know, if they start like going down that rabbit hole. Because you got to mm-hmm. stick it to somebody who's like human, so it's tricky. But I kind of felt like she was a little sloppy this episode, just a little bit. She even got involved in that fight with all the parents in the lobby. I was like, well, let them fight. You let them fight. <laughs> she she deserved to get some skin in that fight because 
old um old Karen definitely tried it by talking <laughs> about some, and then his weird ass got that podcast. Oh baby, and I mm. already knew the mom wasn't the one to mess with because she mm. has dark as shit lip liner. Yep. So <laughs> yep. she's not the one to mess with. Yes. That is your warning call. It's like, what shade is that lip liner? Don't talk to her. Right. <laughs> oh, and I didn't. I didn't catch that the dad, uh, Lexi's dad, was the psychiatrist in Cult of Check. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice catch. No. Like while we're at these parents, though, because I did want them to finish that fight. But what was Brie about to tell Logan before the fight almost happened? Because she was like, life is short and we should. And he started losing his and shit. I'm and I'm like, let her finish. Let her finish. I am a lesbian. I want to see. She's dragging it out. It's infuriating. <laughs> it's like, let her. They, just like when you think they're going to get it out. And the thing is, that these are not short episodes, okay? Yeah. They're really like deep. Like they're diving really deep into these people's characters, which I appreciate. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's just like, let her finish your sentence. Let right. him finish what he's going to say. You know that they're going to get cut off. And they, oh, it's just, let, let him say it. Yeah. I just, I want to know the secret. I want to know the secret. Almost as much I want to see Lexi, like, go ahead and, like, get did. I just, those are the two <laughs> things I want more than anything in this series. I want her to be able to tell the secret before she dies. Because you know she's going to. Oh, but, yeah. like, we need I, Paris to die. Like, next episode. <laughs> but, like, I want to know the secret. Like, I don't want to be one of those, like, post- after she's dead, like the lover calls the dad. It's like, oh, I thought this, but no, let her tell her truth. No, what if she's sleeping with um, Lexi's dad? What if that's the secret? Ew. Oh. Right? I want her to be sleeping with Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany's yeah. sleeping with Chucky um, in a different body, as we saw a glimpse of. <laughs> oh, that's true. They still coupled. Um... <laughs> I forget they married. Yeah. Call it matrimony. <laughs> um, Chucky, I'm curious if they keep him looking this gross for the rest of the series. Like, he looks more Chucky's on the way. <laughs> you think so? You think they're gonna get more? Yeah, no, more right. Chucky's on the way. I kind of oh, I really like the melting that looks so good, and the top of his head looked like real blood. And I was like, Yes, <laughs> it was. But I kept thinking, What are they gonna do? Get another doll that he can like get yeah. into or whatever oh, um sure. yeah when that yeah. detective picked him up i was like whoa <laughs> he was like cops are so useless he's like ew you know and i love that it's sitting there but he's yeah. why was that detective eating all like nonchalant in the little girl's room on a ventilator oh i i almost flipped him right i almost threw the remote off the bed i was like why are you in this little girl's cookies and cakes biting things and putting them back in you're not even family you're a random stranger eating the sick girl's shit i hope you die a horrible death and chucky's like i heard you sheree i'm on it and i'm like thank you chucky <laughs> chucky just handing out fades right? at me chucky's a gemini me. i don't care what he's saying <laughs> He even got two faces now. He's a Gemini. Like, it's just... Oh my God. That's too apropos. I can't. <laughs> All right. But oh, another one of my favorite moments from this episode. Let's talk about the flashback. Because they've been adding so much to these last two episodes. And this one, I loved that they incorporated um, Eddie, Cupal uh, Eddie Capaldi Caputo, Caputo, Caputo. Caputo. Uh, from the first. Because I was like, I've heard that name. Why do I know that name? I had to Google it. I was like, oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> No, I, I love that. Like, he forgets nothing, Mr. Mancini. Um, what are some of your thoughts, Ryan? We keep talking over you. Like, 
<laughs> it's fine. Um, that was actually the most exciting part of the episode for me too. Um, the flashback to um Eddie Caputo because, like you said, I like had to Google and like in Child's Play since he was like his sidekick and stuff. We know you know he ends up dead second kill with a movie and shit but but it's nice to kind of get into that backstory a bit and like see it illuminated because um even with like the whole peter pan thing running alongside the flashback and how they're kind of like these kids in neverland and how they incorporate captain hook by cutting someone's hand off and shit like that's oh my god (laughs) it's so it's so good and like yeah the maggot was like the scariest thing I've ever seen. I don't do maggots. So to have it come out of a neck, I was like, your art department went too hard. I demand you pull back. Look. <laughs> yeah, that was live. gnarly. I don't like maggots at all. It's just, <laughs> and they're live. You know, they always use yeah. live ones. It's yeah. so gross. I'm just like, nobody needs this. For the, for the, this entire series, the production budget must have been either really big or you got some good creative people to make these special effects because they all look like Chucky half melted looks fantastic. Yes. The dead body looks fantastic. The explosion looked really cool. The fight with Lexi and the fire everywhere was super cool. Like special effects and, and the production co- production side of this series so far, fantastic. Now, like sci-fi and USA were like, Mancini said, this is the budget. That's the budget. <laughs> We ain't gonna argue. Um, find more money. Who got a Kickstarter? What's your Venmo? Let's do this. What? <laughs> <laughs> I do we think we'll get to see Charles Lee Ray and Tiffany meet because we're going through his whole history? Mm-hmm. Well, they showed it in like the little montage that they were like he. I, I always call it like a research montage uh, when David was doing his research montage. Right. Uh, they were showing everybody. So I really think they're they're gonna. I think they're being so secretive, and it's like just give us a little a little bit more juice here. You know, we're like we really want it. I'm begging for it. I I know they're gonna have to. And if they do, do you think it will just be like a re not a like just a clip from. The Bride of Chucky, because I mean, we I saw want how- like actual backstory, like we do with Eddie. I want to see him start grooming Tiffany or have them meet. Oh, before okay, yeah, before she kills, uh, yeah, because we're getting into his okay. past, and Tiffany is a big part of his past, and so I think that that deserves some flashbacks too. That's true. The beginning of that movie, she just kind of knows him already. Yeah, we don't ask questions. <laughs> no, because it's Jennifer Tilly. You don't question her. <laughs> if she walked in right now, I wouldn't be like, "How'd you get in my room?" I'd be like, "Oh, this is your room. I fucked up. Excuse me." <laughs> 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 All right. Do we have any other thoughts before we get into tops and bottoms? Yeah. Um. I wanted to um like throw some like love or hearts on the googly eyes between Jake and Devin the whole episode. Because, like, as a gay guy growing up, like, I, I'm really searching my heart and soul. And I can't really remember anything on TV where you're seeing something like that. And it's just such a moment. And I think, for me, it's the reason I keep turning up and turning out for the Chucky TV series so far. Because they're showing, like, literally, like, a kindling romance, like, same-sex romance on a major, like production like a major television show it's like this is crazy it's so i don't know it's so important to me like i really was i was really liking that oh i i 100 i'm 100 with you i've said that like every episode we've talked about it i feel like and like 
I not only on television, I haven't seen that in a horror film made you know mainstream you know major horror film ever ever a queer love story even though charades got me doubting things and got me questioning <laughs> things and i don't like it Wait, but so this one this one what did you think in this one because i was feeling the same way that i thought that he was having feelings for junior and so it was making me kind of sad because I'm like, oh, but Jake, it's so obvious. Come on, get it together. But this episode made me feel like, oh, I think it is. I think it is Jake. It's going to be Jake. I just, I feel it. If it is, I need him to start doing better and stop sneakily recording Jake's stuff. Because especially with his mom being a cop in the house. I'm like, you're trying to send him, you're trying to send him away. I trusted you, Devin. I trusted you. And Eva, i like, bitch, I'm Gail Weathers. <laughs> Not Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers is scandalous no. with the uh with the put his wig on. <laughs> He's gonna put his wig on and roll yeah, off and be like, sorry, Jake. Season, my season two, he's gonna have red highlights. Season three, he's got the bangs. His bangs gonna be as crispy as Lexi's house, and it's gonna just be like I knew it. I saw it coming. <laughs> That's but no, I'm totally with you. I love the Devin Jake storyline for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I know you're going to get to the top and bottom, but since you brought it up, the crispy house, I am really, really glad, so super glad that they actually showed Lexi go look at her house because she needs to learn the consequences of her actions. And it's like, what a big old like wake up call than to walk into her house and see that girl, come on, take some responsibility for something. Okay. Yeah. She <coughs> She definitely was like, I can't believe you'd have somebody try and kill me, Jake. It's overreacting. He's like, you dressed up as my dead dad. And she was like, you could have said something. And I'm like, if this bitch, and that's why I wanted her to fall to her death. Like, I'm happy that actor enjoys doing stunts. I wanted to see her fall. And I would have been like, you know what? It's not what I dreamed, but it works. <laughs> and, and even Chucky's like, let it go. Because I was like, let it go, let it go. And even Chucky's like, let her go, let it go. She's like carrying on training wheels. And I'm like, you better listen to him one last time and then get rid of him. <laughs> it looked right. possible the way he was waving the knife under her. I was yeah. like, oh no. I was like, it's going to be like in a bad place. I would have howled. I would have howled had she fallen on me like this tiny doll with a knife just waiting for her. Like, yeah. I would have been like, this is the chaos I came here for. Thank you, Mr. Mancini. I am writing a love letter asapily. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Because let's get into our tops and bottoms of the episode. So, Alma, what's your top and bottom? What's your top moment from this episode? Okay. Um, I think I said I had two. Um, it's either Jake cussing out Lexi finally, mm-hmm. or Chucky flipping them off in the end. Because I love that little sneaky flip off in the end. <laughs> Because okay. only the three of them are looking like right at him while everybody's dealing with this chaos. And I loved it. But at the same time, I'm so glad that Jake finally be assertive. Be assertive. Okay, I know it's real shitty for her to have said, like, um, don't um, you never said anything. Come on, you know you were bullying him. Even your parents know that you were bullying him. And yeah. for him to finally like stand up for himself was so rewarding, but also the little flip off at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got some major Scorpio energy I don't appreciate. And that's why <laughs> I can't I can't hang out with her. Um <laughs> What is your top, Ryan? (laughs) It's those flashbacks to Neverland. Like, I really liked it. I thought it was a nice dive. I thought they picked a good actor to play Charles Lee Ray at um, Mm -hmm. that age. 
um, because he is unassuming, you know, like he just looks very like someone you wouldn't imagine. And when you think about the top serial killers in real life, like, and you look back at pictures of them, they're just unassuming. They don't look yeah. like, you know, the monster that they were tearing people apart and shit. So that was my top. Listen. Um, so I've already talked about my top, so I'll say it again, but uh, Jake not dropping Lexi is my top moment because I don't want Jake to be involved with Lexi's death. I don't want, because already he's being suspected by the cops. I don't want him involved that with it at all because I want him to be the, you know, the final boy that I've always wanted. <laughs> yes, that would be nice. Right. Um, my top moment was Loki punching Lexi's dad in the face. Um, <laughs> I watched Evan Sawa punch anybody, but that brought me special joy, I'm just going to say. Um, <laughs> that was a good moment. Um, Alma, what's your bottom moment of the week? Okay, for I bottom, I picked. Oh, um, when Logan, the dad, Mr. Wheeler, he was talking to Junior and made him say that he liked cross country. Oh. I was like, that was real crappy. He's in the yeah. hospital, and instead of thinking about his well being or anything, he made his son say that he really liked cross country. I was like, that's a real it's bad dad moment. It's that he doesn't. If you no. were any good parent, you'd yeah. be able to see that he doesn't like it. Yeah, it was yeah. like a bad parent, like total parent fail right there. And it was really sad. Yeah. Oh. yeah, seeing him vicariously try to live through his son is like, it makes you feel bad for Junior. Yeah, which I hate feeling bad for him because he's also on my list of people I'd like to see get stabbed real quick. You ain't never said you ain't never said nothing true or chill. Like if they, if, if, if he fell into a wood chipper, like I literally would like be like, you know what? Shit right? happens. Right? I would be like, uh, hey Jake, you might want to leave the, the room. Chucky and I got business <laughs> friends. He's, he's, his daddy didn't die yet. Anyway, um <laughs> Ryan, what's your bottom moment? Uh my bottom moment was Lexi's slow upload speeds um in her first conversation <laughs> with Jake because <laughs> I feel like we were all probably on the same page. Like, it felt like she was running for five or ten minutes before she realized that you gave the doll to me to make it. Hell, man. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like this conversation, if it were me, and I'm not the quickest, I'll admit, but it definitely would have been like, wait a minute, bitch, you gave me that doll so it could kill me, and then we probably would have been fighting. It would have been a physical altercation. So I wasn't that. That was my bottom moment of the, of the week. I don't think she a fighter, and I think that's gonna be beneficial to what I need to happen to her. Oh, what's your she, bottom, Trent? My, my bottom is the fact that we're still in this only one good kill per episode. Like I'm ready for it to kind of ramp up a little bit. I was when the, when it was a fire. I was kind of expecting some more, but no, we only got one. The cop, and then yeah. right. I think I think she's about to escalate when Tiffany and Jennifer and all them show up. Um, we didn't ask who all gonna be there before we got our hopes about the death count, and they all be there next week. So. <laughs> um, my bottom is Jake saving Lexi from the fall because again, I am a Gemini, I am an Olympic level grudge holder, and so for him to save her, I felt like he betrayed me a little bit. Our tops and bottoms are all <laughs> a disagreement on a Fear disagreement Street. On Fear Street. <laughs> <laughs> all right, real quickly, what are we looking forward to for the rest of the, what are we looking for for the rest of the season? I'm gonna say it, I say it every time. I want ten and eight. Yes, I want more. I want I want Jake to be more. Uh, you know, I just want him to be more assertive. Mm -hmm. 
All the time, all the time, because everybody kind of dumps on him. All, everybody. It's like yeah. the, he's like the poor, sad kid. I don't want him to be the poor, sad kid. I want him to be empowered and to take, you know, like, uh, uh, like be more center stage. I know like he's the main character here, but I'm talking about like personally for him to grow, you know, yeah. same. I agree. I want Tiffany and Chucky Fiona they are immediately, if we give them the whole episode and just watch them kill people on their way to town, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Ryan, what are you looking for? I think I'm most excited for Tiffany as well and like the other like characters from the universe to come in. I love that about this show. That's yeah. that's what I'm banking on. And the body counts are definitely going to go up like immediately. So give me all of that carnage. <laughs> When families show up, it gets real, which is why I don't go in for the holidays. Yeah. But I'm ready to watch it on my TV. I think <laughs> next week, next weeks are over like over half, right? Yeah, because eight oh. episodes, and this was four. Oh there we yeah. Go. There oh we go. okay. All right, Sheree, what's our tweet of the week? Tweet of the week is from at Autism and Horror. Um, it says, "Why is basically no one talking about the fact that hashtag Chucky series has an autistic main?" Who's portrayed respectfully and with proper care and thought put into her? Question mark, question mark. She has specific routines, is a drawing savant, and has a special interest in Chucky and experiences sensory overload. And I love that tweet because we never get that, um, especially from like the genre. It's like they have autism, make them the killer and make it awful. And so I, yeah. I think it's like the reason why we all sort of like are in love with Caroline, yeah, including yeah. Chucky. I think I think that's why a lot of us horror fans really love this just entire fr Chucky franchise is because it's giving us things that we always said we want in horror that we never get. You know, queer right. people, people of color, people with, uh, you know, disabilities, like uh, people on the spectrum. Like, yeah. we want all these women that are fully <laughs> well-rounded. <laughs> right. Mancini's the good uncle in the house that we're trying to avoid the other uncle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes alright um, so that's our thoughts on episode 4 thanks again Ryan and Alma for joining us it's been a blast thank yeah. you for having us yes, uh, thank can't wait you. to have you both back soon yes, <laughs> yes. Connect I will totally <laughs> um, next up our regular episode we have coming out on Monday morning we're covering The Rage, Carrie 2, with D180. Y'all want to catch that one? Let me just tell you, it got real wild real fast, and I'm a fan. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we will also be back here next week, next Wednesday, to see what Chucky gets up to. So make sure you watch Chucky on USA or Sci-Fi at 9 p.m. Central. 10 p.m. Eastern, um, or on the app, you can get it to work. I couldn't. So you can roll in and not be spoiled for the week. All right. As always, make sure you stay fierce out there. Bye. 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 Oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs>